Island of Trumpers, Chapter Six. It's time for some toys. By Ginger John. After a long ride on Puddles back to the handmade product shop, Alfred and his sister jumped off their ride and into the store. There were all sorts of toys and pencils lying on the floor and on the tables. Mr. Hewitt liked to make pencils most because they were the easiest and most expensive. One regular pencil, the ones that don't eat you, cost at least a hundred dollars. Remember, I put air quotes around dozen. Mr. Hewitt was sitting on his sofa making a pile of pencils. There was a chart nailed on the wall next to him. It said, "Mr. Hewitt's daily work." Mr. Hewitt looked up from his work. "Hey, kids!" he greeted. "You want to buy some pencils? They don't eat you." "No, Mr. Hewitt," Lindsay replied. "We're here to give you some trouble." Mr. Hewitt glared at his chart. "Oh, no, no, no!" There's nothing here that matches someone coming into my shop and giving me some trouble. I must obey my chart. Now, shoo, shoo. Mr. Hewitt got up and used his pencils to chase them out, sort of like Mr. Ribble and his chicken foot. Sorry, feather duster. I like Lindsay's version better. The pencils opened their mouths and showed their sharp teeth. They chomped and chomped at the air. Alfred and Lindsay backed away a little, but they shouldn't be backing away in the story. They should be standing out. We shouldn't be backing away. Alfred whispered, "We should be standing out." Yeah, I just said that. Oh right, Lindsay whispered back. Puddles, attack! The giraffe heard Lindsay's shout and stretched her neck outside. The She started slapping Mr. Hewitt's face with her tongue, and Mr. Hewitt wiped his live off his face and over and over again. We need to come up with another plan, Alfred said. This is not going to work. Hey, what about that chart over there? I think Mr. Hewitt really relies on that thing. Lindsay suggested. Let's go take a closer look. The siblings ran over to the chart under. Mr. Hewitt's daily work. There are all sorts of things like make regular pencils, clean the shop, make horrible toys, or watch as the children run away with a terrified face and laugh. This is it. When we came here to give him some trouble, he said there wasn't anything that matched give, giving him trouble. He loves that that thing like Mr. Clock loved. Her notebooks and Mr. Ribble of his books and chicken fur, Lindsay said. It's a feather duster, Alfred corrected. Do you really care? Lindsay argued back. No, Alfred said. Let's just forget about it and punish Mr. Hewitt. Lindsay nodded and Alfred pu- pulled the chart off the wall. Mr. Hewitt turned around and saw it. Hey. Don't you dare touch my chart! He shouted. Oops, I guess I just did. Alfred said, and he ripped the chart apart. No, without it, I don't know what to do next. Mr. Hewitt cried. This whole day just went by, and almost nothing matched my chart. 
I don't think I planned on being licked by a giant monster that has a really cool neck and now my chart is gone and I don't even know if I planned it. Like we said, we're here to give you some trouble, Mr. Hewitt, Lindsay said, but there's one thing you can do to stop all this from happening. What is that? The man who was covered in giraffe spit and grass asked eagerly. Stop being such terrible grown-up, Lindsay said. If you agree to be good, then we will stop. Do you think I'm stupid? He laughed a few moments later. The adult's number one priority, never to trust a child. Number two, never be nice to a child. Number three, always be horrible. Number Stop! Alfred interrupted. We don't want to listen to your you blubber stupid words for who knows how long. Just agree to be nice for the rest of your life and that would save us a lot of trouble. Again, Mr. Hewitt said. Number one priority. Just stop! Lindsay shouted at him. Just quit listening to those stupid rules. I have to follow the rules, Mr. Hewitt said. And why is that? Because rule number 117 is if somebody disobeys the rules, he or she will be kicked out and he or she shall not be part of us, he replied. Enough with your rules, Lindsay shouted. Who made up these rules anyways? Alfred asked. Me, Mr. Hewitt said. Why? Alfred asked again. For fun, and sometimes because I like to follow rules, but there aren't really many rules on this little island, so I made some up, he said. Oh, and by the way, I told you to go away a million times, so behold, my toy armies are about to attack. Right after he finished the sentence, a thousand little toy soldiers marched out from a cardboard box. Mr. Hewitt was laughing like crazy and pushing buttons on the little controller. Are you guys thirsty? Have some water, you spoiled, filthy children. He pressed a button and water sprayed out from the soldier's chest. Alfred and Lindsay ducked and called to Puddles for help. Puddles, who was nibbling away at a pile of pencils, which exploded in her stomach, came running to Alfred and Lindsay. She stuck out her tongue, wrapped it around a toy soldier, and put it into her mouth. The toy crunched inside her mouth, and Puddles gulped it down her throat. Again and again, Puddles ate. She finished every soldier in the handmade products shop. One of them was firing bullets when she gobbled it down, but the bullets didn't harm Puddles at all because to her, it was just a massage for her tummy. Mr. Hewitt watched in shock. You you destroyed my soldiers, he said, still amused. Guess you weren't that smart after all, Lindsay said with a triumphant smile on her face. Is that all you got? Of course not. Mr. Hewitt said. Surprise attack! Suddenly, a robot zoomed out from a dark room and it was holding about a hundred pencils in its hands. Before anyone could move, it threw the pencils on the floor. Boom! 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 The pencils exploded and through the black smoke, you could see the robot was totally destroyed. 
Its hands were blown, and its whole body was black. Ashes flew in the air. It was like the whole world was going in slow motion. A pencil near Lindsay and Alfred started to blow. Puddles, who was standing far away, sensed something was wrong. After all, she was a giraffe who ate a smartsberry. She stretched her neck longer and longer until she finally reached her friends. The pencil on the floor started sizzling with flames, and the fire bursted. Puddles wrapped her neck around the two and pulled back, just in time to pull them away from the exploding pencil. Alfred and Lindsay watched as the pencils exploded and blew up. The whole workshop turned into place with only black ashes. The people outside walked past them and pretended like nothing happened. The pencils finally stopped, and the siblings hugged Puddles tightly around her neck. You saved our lives, Puddles, Alfred said. Thank you. Meanwhile, Mr. Hewitt, on the other hand, was throwing his toys and robots that were left on the ground, cursing them at the same time. Alfred and Lindsay quietly gathered up their things, rode on Puddles' back, and left.